Hey everyone, welcome to the pod. Bert Alcorn here. We are in the middle of our leadership series uh, in our mini series around what is Anthem, house to house, and our greater series of this new season that we're in. This is getting way too meta. But anyway, we're talking about leadership this week. Um, we start off the week talking about eldership and what are the elders' roles in Anthem House to House. Then we are talking about community leaders, and we actually split this into two parts because there's so much here. Um, so part one was uh, yesterday. That was a bit of an overview of the key responsibilities, and those key responsibilities are one, to provide spiritual oversight to the community, making sure people are cared for in the community, everyone's looked after, everyone's being discipled, um, overseeing that mission allowance, taking care of communication, administration, all those things, and number two, to reproduce themselves into apprentice. And we ended uh, looking at the first three of six must-haves for community leaders. And those first three were that they are gospel-centered, saturated, and transformed. Number two, they are theologically sound. Number three, they're committed to reproduce. If you missed any of that, go back and listen to the episode from yesterday and then pick up today because today we're just jumping right in and picking up the last three must-haves for community leaders. And the number four must-have for community leaders are they're committed to cultivating a family of disciples on mission together. They're committed to cultivating a family of disciples on mission together. This is a really important one for us as we think about even what it is we're trying to do in these spaces and who who are we trying to form and what is this community going to look like? It's going to look like a family of disciples on mission together, and it is the community leader's role to cultivate that environment. This comes from our understanding that of who God is, right? God is our father. We are his family. Jesus is our Lord and we are his disciples. The Holy Spirit is our guide and sender and we are his missionaries. So this conviction to be a family of disciples on mission together comes from this beautiful Trinitarian theology, what we believe about who God is and and how he interacts with us. That God is our father. We are his family. Jesus is Lord and we are his disciples. The Holy Spirit is our guide and sender, and we are his missionaries. So each Anthem community has these three identities present that they are growing in. We have this identity of family, that we're children of God who care for each other as a family. We see God as our Father through faith in the person and work of Jesus Christ and the new regeneration brought about by the Holy Spirit. So Anthem communities do life together. We share meals, resources, pain, joy, and care for one another as the family of God. And the beautiful thing is that's the consistent picture of the church more than any other picture throughout scripture is that of a family. Right? Even Paul and John's language when they're writing letters, they'll, they'll start off these letters like, Dear Son or My Beloved. And so we see the church is a family. A couple of key texts to research on your own if you want is John 1, 12 through 13, uh, Romans 12, 10 through 16. That's the first identity, family. The second identity are disciples. So we are disciples of Jesus who make disciples of Jesus. So in a nutshell, a disciple is one who is, come on guys, if you've been hanging around Anthem for any length of time, you know this, with Jesus, becomes like Jesus, and does what Jesus did, or would do do what Jesus did if, if he were me. So these communities actively encourage each other in the study of scripture, learning the teachings of Jesus, becoming more like him, and carrying out his mission in the world. 
So where we go and what we do is meant to reflect who he is and what he is like. That's what it means to be a disciple, and that's what we're cultivating. That third identity is that we are a family of disciples on mission. We are sent by the Spirit to restore all things to God through Jesus Christ. And so Anthem communities pursue active ways to publicly live out our faith and share the gospel and tangibly embody the kingdom of God in our communities. And this is often centered around like a common mission is a really easy one. So maybe grabbing a hold of a local foster care organization, a specific business or organization to partner up with like the city center or tender life or something like that, or just a general neighborhood area. If you got a lot of people who live in the same neighborhood, like make it your mission to be a blessing to that neighborhood. So this value right here is why we give each one of our Anthem communities a mission allowance every month, where we take a portion of our giving uh, from the previous month, split that up to uh, divide it between all the Anthem communities, and they get to have an allowance to spend on people who are far from God. So number four must have for a community leader is that they're committed to cultivating a family of disciples on mission together. Number five, they are committed to leading by example. Or we also talk about this by leading out front, right? We're not asking anyone to do anything that we as leaders are not already doing. We're not asking anyone to go anywhere we have not been. So we're committed to leading by example. So leading in such a visible area as an Antho community leader, our desire is that these leaders would model how we want everyone to be engaged with Anthem through being an active, engaged, committed participant that does life together in an Anthem community, prays regularly for Anthem and its mission, its leaders, serves regularly serving one another and meeting needs, giving generously and sacrificially and regularly, and sharing regularly what God is doing at Anthem and inviting people to experience what God is doing here at Anthem. So they're committed to leading by example, which means as we are apprenticing these new leaders, we're asking those questions like, are, well, you, you should be in an Anthem community if you're apprenticing the lead one. That's an easy, that's a low-hanging fruit right there. But asking, are you praying regularly for our church? Are you serving one another regularly in the context of your community? Are you giving tithes and offerings regularly, generously, and sacrificially to the church? And are you sharing regularly what God is doing here and inviting people to experience what God is doing here? Because if our leaders are not doing those things, people in our church are not going to do those things. We are committed to leading by example. And number six must have for a community leader is we are committed to being fathers. Now, uh, all you ladies that are listening, hear, hear me out. This is an acronym. I'm not saying you have to be a dad to lead an Anthem community. We actually really value... Um, the husband and wife leading out of their marriage, the single person leading out of their singleness. We would elevate and celebrate uh, anyone who is taking steps to lead an Anthem community, regardless of gender. Okay, so just a little side there, but it is a helpful acronym because it's this acronym is kind of a catch-all for everything else that we see as essential in an Anthem community leader, but has not, um, doesn't have its own like kind of larger category. So committed to being fathers, F-A-T-H-E-R-S-F, They're committed to being faithful, right? Our desire is that a leader has spent some amount of consistent time, you know, typically a couple of months, if not a little bit longer, in a community before leading one and affirmed by their current community leader, right? So we're not going to affirm someone as a community apprentice and a community leader if they're like ultra flaky 
with just being in one? Why on earth would we ask you to lead one if you're flaky just trying to show up? A, they are available. So faithful, available. If a community leaders are not available to the people in their community, it doesn't matter how qualified you are. You have to be available to the people that you are shepherding. This goes hand in hand with living life on mission. We have to be willing to sacrifice time and, and comfort for the sake of the kingdom. They are teachable. So faithful, available, teachable. So being teachable is an imperative for our community leaders because we know we're not perfect and we know we have to be agile and respond and be willing to see where we have not done uh, best, but also just where we need to learn and grow more. We have to be teachable. We must take on the posture of a learner and be able to receive gospel coaching and correction. If you are asking to be a leader, you are asking for coaching and correction. Fathers, faithful, available, teachable, humble, H. At the heart of following Jesus is humility. Putting others above ourselves, daily denying yourself. The great author, writer, C.S. Lewis famously said, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. So good. We want a humble posture to permeate throughout our entire church, and that has to be modeled in our leadership which means we are not looking for prideful, arrogant, boasting, self-aggrandizing, self-promoting people. We're looking for humble people to lead. Faithful, available, teachable, humble, expectant. E, we want to model a posture of expectancy in our communities, an expectancy that God hears us, that God responds to us, and that God actually engages with us in real time. As we approach worship, teaching, community, service, mission, generosity, we are confident that God meets us in those spaces and we can encounter the living God inside of us. So faithful, available, teachable, humble, expectant, are relational. Making disciples and shepherding has to be done in relationship. We've, we've all lived long enough to know it does not come from information alone, but it comes through relationship. Our community leaders need to be able to relationally connect and assess people and situations well, have a strong and high relational IQ. Without this, it's near impossible to effectively shepherd people. And this is actually a surprising one that, that actually catches so many people off guard because maybe they have all this knowledge, they're teachable, they're, you know, they have all these other qualities that make them good leaders, but they don't have a relational IQ. They don't, they don't have a self-awareness. They don't know how they come off to other people. And so the things that they are trying to communicate gets missed by these other people. And they have a hard time understanding the things that are being said below the table, not just the things that are on the table. This is actually a surprisingly important and relevant marker for good leaders is that they are relational. And S, faithful, available, teachable, humble, expectant, relational, and sacrificial. Being a leader means sacrificing your desires for the sake of those you lead. This may include sacrificing your time, sacrificing your money, sacrificing your way of doing things, all to point people and lead people to find and follow Jesus. So community leaders are committed to being Fathers, faithful, available, teachable, humble, expectant, relational, sacrificial. Six must-haves for community leaders. Number one, they're gospel-centered, saturated, and transformed. Number two, they're theologically sound. 
Number three, they're committed to reproduce. Number four, they're committed to cultivating a family of disciples on mission together. Number five, that was number four. Number five, they're committed to leading by example. And number six, they're committed to being fathers, faithful, available, teachable, humble, expectant, relational, sacrificial. These are the must-haves for community leaders. Now, as we go through two episodes unpacking this, does that seem overwhelming and daunting? Yes, absolutely. Do I, me, Bert, feel like I do not live up to that list sometimes? Yes, absolutely. But is it important to set the bar high for leaders? Yes, absolutely. One of the beautiful things about this is as we look at this list, we know we cannot do this on our own. Like this has to be fueled and empowered by the Holy Spirit. And as we look at this list, we're not looking for perfection, but we are looking for progress. So if you are thinking, if you're part of our local community here, or maybe you're part of some other community you're thinking about leadership, this is what we're looking for, right? Things like competency and skill and gifting, those are great and those can come after all of this stuff. But remember what we said about elders, that the primary concern of scripture with eldership is character. And all of what we've talked about is, is digging at character today. So this is what we are looking for, community leaders. It's what we are coaching towards. It's what we will correct back to. And it is what uh, we are looking for, for anyone who aspires to or is walking in leadership. Now, as we think about who's aspiring towards leadership, we're going to get to the last part of our series on leadership, which is apprentices or asking the question, how can I develop as a leader or grow to become a community leader. That's on the pod for tomorrow. But until then, thank you so much for engaging with this. Love you guys. Have a great day.